Hello and welcome to the Kids Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started, I want to remind our listeners that there are more ways to connect with the Kids Stories Podcast. I share listener drawings on the social channels, animated shorts and writing videos on the YouTube channel, and you can get monthly updates in the newsletter. Links for all these points of contact are in the show notes of this episode, so check those out to get all the content from the Kids Stories Podcast. Now, on to some shout-outs. Raymond Kai is turning seven years old. Happy birthday, Raymond. I hope for your birthday you get a bottomless bowl of ice cream and a real lightsaber and sunglasses that let you see hundreds of miles up close and a big bucket of goofballs. Raymond, if you were a character in the stories, you would be a splash ninja that can turn himself into water. Ramona from Cleveland is a big fan. Ramona, if you were a character in the stories, you would be a mysterious kid witch who falls from the sky and lands on Tatiana and becomes a member of the Valleytown Dojo. Thanks for listening, Ramona. And Angus and Ingrid are fans of the show. I think if you two were characters in the stories, you'd be wizards who can transform into fire-breathing red dragons. And I think you'd be good dragons. Thanks for listening, Angus and Ingrid. Today's episode is titled Southern Swamp's Treasure Hunt, Part 2. Kai, Momo, Tim, and Ray all headed south to the Southern Swamps. Kai and the ninjas had examined his map enough times by now that they knew exactly where they were going. Kai was hoping they could sneak in without much trouble. That was usually how he went about his treasure hunting. Slip in, slip out, and move on. But the way these ninjas were describing the southern swamps, it sounded nearly impossible to slip in and out without tussling with something or another. They reached the border of the swamps, and Kai was surprised at how quickly things changed. The border of the southern swamps was like a super-tall wall of trees that stretched for miles in either direction. You could take one step and be in a thick, steamy, dangerous swamp, and one step back out and you were standing in a calm, open, grassy meadow. For hours, they trudged through the swamp, stopping every now and then to listen. Finally, Tim piped up. The map marker is just up here a little ways. There should be a clearing or something, I think. Minutes later, they stepped into a gap in the swamp's trees. It was a big open circle where nothing grew. It was just dirt and mud. This don't make any sense, said Master Momo as he cautiously stepped into the clearing. Why ain't there anything growing here in this clearing? The plants in this swamp usually swallow up everything down here. Maybe the soil here is poisoned or something, Tim wondered out loud. Kai slowly scanned the trees that were growing on the edge of this clearing, and he noticed something strange. They weren't moving. No leaf wavered in the wind. No branch bounced from some creature walking on it. All the trees on the edge of this clearing were unnaturally still, like they were frozen. The trees aren't moving, said Kai. Why are the trees so still? Momo, Tim, and Ray lifted their heads up from examining the soil and turned their heads slowly, noticing what Kai mentioned. And all at once the swamps exploded in battle. The trees came to life. The bark of their trunks split open in parts, revealing mouths filled with razor-sharp wooden teeth, and pieces of bark on their trunks opened in little ovals, revealing glowing yellow eyes. 
and every branch reached out for Kai and the ninjas as the roar of a pack of tree beasts echoed all around them. The ninjas all revealed their swords and sliced through branches where the tree beasts swung their initial attacks. Kai revealed his own long-handled sword with a bright red blade. Before he could take a swing, something hit him hard from behind, and he was knocked through the line of tree beasts in front of him and down a muddy hill. When he stopped rolling, he flipped up onto his feet and saw a small tree beast tearing down the hill after him. Kai pulled back and swung his sword as hard as he could. The tree beast changed course just in time as the fiery hot blade ripped through the air right near its trunk. Kai and the beast each stood still for a beat, sizing each other up. This tree beast was big, bigger than a human, but nowhere near the size of a full-grown tree. Kai was confident he could best this creature if he could just stay out of its way. The tree beast charged again, swiping at Kai with its powerful branches as it passed. Kai's sword kept it at bay. It was red hot, and whenever Kai swung the sword, little flames would ignite on its surface. As you might imagine, the tree beast was careful not to come into contact with a flaming sword. Kai quickly realized that they were fighting among the ruins he was looking for. He leaped and dodged on fallen stone pillars and debris from centuries ago that was now covered in moss and vines. Kai stood right in front of the last standing pillar in the area. The tree beast charged again, and Kai sidestepped out of the way at the last second. The powerful tree beast smashed into the tall stone pillar, and it wobbled and rocked. The tree beast appeared stunned, and it didn't notice that the pillar was about to fall down and crush it. As the stone pieces of the pillar crumbled and fell, Kai made a choice. He didn't want to see this tree beast crushed by this pillar. He just wanted to get his treasure and get out of there. Kai powered forward and shoved the tree beast out of the way before the stone chunks slammed into the ground. Kai scrambled back to his feet, prepared to continue fighting. The tree beast slowly stood back up on its roots and looked at the fallen pillar and then at Kai, its yellow, glowing eyes narrowed in thought. The tree beast just stood there for a moment until the quiet was broken with the sounds of Momo, Tim, and Ray yelling. The tree beast turned as the three ninjas ran and stumbled down the same small hill that Kai was knocked down minutes ago. Run! The ninjas yelled, and behind them the bigger tree beasts bounded down the hill on creaky wooden roots. The ninjas ran right past the little tree beast Kai had been fighting, and the little tree beast didn't try and grab them or knock them down. Instead, it turned to the oncoming rush of massive tree beasts and lifted all of its branches up, pointing them straight up to the sky. The little tree beast let out a little tree beast roar, and all the other tree beasts stopped chasing the ninjas. The little tree beast then began growling in what Kai and the ninjas assumed was some kind of tree beast language. The big tree beasts growled back and for about one minute they had a little tree beast conversation. Kai and the ninjas stood about 20 feet away watching all this unfold. What are they doing? Tim whispered. I think they're discussing whether or not they're going to eat us, said Kai. And what reason would they possibly have for not eating us? asked Momo. Is the little one a vegetarian, you think? 
I saved its life, said Kai. And before the ninjas could ask any more questions, the huge tree beasts walked back up the hill and took up their places around the clearing. The little tree beast walked back to Kai. The ninjas had their swords at the ready, prepared for a fight, but no fight came. The little tree beast just stood there. So, are we good? asked Kai. The tree beast grumbled and seemed to nod as its entire body bobbed back and forth. Okay, said Kai, wondering why the tree beast came back to him instead of going back to the clearing with the others. The tree beast just stood there awkwardly. Everyone put their swords away. Momo looked around and noticed the ancient rubble. Oh, hey, looks like we found the ruins we were looking for. Yeah, now we just need to find an entrance, said Kai. I believe the treasure is located in an old tunnel system or a cave or something. I'm not sure what we're looking for, but whatever it is, it's going to be around here somewhere. Kai and the ninjas looked around the area, and the little tree beast followed Kai closely wherever he went. So, are you just going to follow me around? asked Kai. The tree beast nodded. Okay. Do you, do you know of a place near here, like a place that leads to another place, maybe like a hidden entrance? Kai asked. He figured a tree would probably have some good information about what's around here in the swamp. The tree beast nodded and just stood there. Okay, can you show me? asked Kai. The tree beast bounded a few steps away to a pile of huge bricks that appeared to have made up part of a building a few hundred years ago but had since crumbled and were now just in a pile. Kai examined this place and found beneath the rubble a big opening. An intentional opening. Oh, look here, guys, this used to be a framed archway, see? He said, pointing. I bet these people had rooms and tunnels underground. Let's go. The ninjas slipped between the rubble and into the opening. Kai slid in after them and looked back at the tree beast. It appeared to be small enough to fit in the tunnel, but too big to fit through the rubble to get down there with them. Can you get in here? asked Kai. The tree beast nodded, and in an incredible feat of strength, pushed and shifted the rubble out of the way enough for it to get down into the tunnel with Kai and the others. Kai was happy to have more help. This was turning out not to be an easy slip-in, slip-out mission that he was used to, and he figured they would need all the help they could get. The end. Thanks for listening, friends. Be sure to check out the links in the show notes to find different ways to connect with the Kid Stories podcast. Adios.